0: You might have seen her video content for Bon Appetit, New York Times Cooking, or the History Channel's Ancient Recipes. Or, as a host for the HBO Max cooking competition, The Big Brunch. But chef and restaurateur Sola Elweli is embarking on a new phase of her career with her debut cookbook. Ahead of her sold-out event at Chicago Humanities Fest this weekend, the chef and media creator stops by Reset to talk about her new practical guide to learning the basics of home cooking. It's called Start Here, Instructions for Becoming a Better Cook. And she started off with just how and when she knew being a chef was the path that she wanted to take.
1: Well, I started cooking in my mom's kitchen, like a lot of people. My mom is an amazing home cook, um, and I'm very lucky to have grown up eating such amazing food. Um, And we had elaborate dinner parties every weekend, and I loved, loved just hanging out in the kitchen with her. And that kind of led me to... Work in kitchens while I was in college. It wasn't originally the plan to go into like food professionally, but working in restaurants is a great job when you're in school because it's like nighttime hours. So I would I would moonlight in the industry. Um, And after I graduated, I realized that I loved it and it's what I wanted to do every day. Um, So I went to culinary school, and after that, I was able to get into you know some fancier fine dining restaurants um where I learned uh different kinds of techniques and a different level of uh discipline uh, which I really appreciated um and did that for a few years in new york um and then briefly owned a restaurant it was a disaster but we learned a ton but it was a very crazy one year and then after that decided to pivot into food media and then now I'm here.
0: You've done a lot then. It's been a journey, it sounds like, right? And and you've got an extensive resume yeah. to back it up. You've got recipes that you've created, video content, TV appearances, owning and working in restaurants, albeit brief <laughs> with the, the owning portion, as you, <laughs> you talked about. But which part of your resume, Sola, would you say you're most proud of?
1: I guess this book. Hey, Hey. that's good. (laughs) Why? Yeah, I think it's this book. It's a culmination of everything. It's basically everything I've learned over my entire life um, distilled in one book. So I have no idea what I'm going to do for the second book because...
0: The pressure's on.
1: Everything's in this one. The pressure is on. Yeah, and I'm really excited that it's finally out in the world, and it just feels really weird because it's been in my head for so long. Yeah. And only a few people have seen it for years, and now other people are seeing it, and it's really scary. Well, congratulations. Thank you.
0: (laughs) It's got over 200 recipes, and it's more than 600 pages long. So now that it's finally out for the world to, as you said, for the the world is finally going to see this, what's your goal? What do you want? From folks to who are taking us in,
1: you know, I hope that it helps teach people. I I, I want to give them more than just recipes. Like I I think cooking is so cool because it's like a it's like a superpower. You know, when you know how to cook and you can just go into your fridge and there's and you're tired and you're hungry and you just have scraps and you can like magically put a hot meal on the table and bring your family around the table. Like that's pretty freaking cool. And if I can help people do that in their homes that's like, I think that's the coolest thing.
0: I know a lot of people who want to become better cooks <laughs> for sure. So this is, this is the right book. And uh, I'd love for you to walk us through the process a little bit of learning because it's okay to make mistakes, right?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is to, to not be afraid of making mistakes and to not compare yourself to other people. Um, that's really tough nowadays with, social media and just there's just so much like video and photo TikTok videos and and you look at these things and they're like beautifully curated and you're like my egg doesn't look like that my rice doesn't look like that and it's easy to get discouraged but I think it's important to remember that all of that's a lie
0: <laughs> thank you for saying that <laughs> it's
1: all a lie and everything you're doing is awesome and you need to just like focus on on your plate you know, and that's the way you're going to get better. I think that when you start looking at what other people are doing, it can be really distracting and really discouraging. So just like stay focused and keep going and, you know, you're going to mess up and it's going to be okay. and you just need to push through and you're going to become awesome if you just push through. Did
0: you have any favorite go to cookbooks while you were learning your craft?
1: Okay, so maybe it's not exactly a cookbook, but my favorite go to food book is On Food and Cooking by Harold McGee, and it is very dense. And it's all about food science and I've read it a million times. I have several copies with all these notes and every time I read it, I learn something new. And I love just knowing the like hows and whys behind stuff because I feel like then I just, I I feel more confident in the kitchen when something goes wrong. I like know why it went wrong because I can look up the science behind it. And I think it's just made me much more uh, just smarter and more confident in the kitchen just reading. I got to read it like once a year. It's like, yeah, it's my bible. <laughs> well, I mean, did
0: you learn anything from from these books that helped you in putting together a beginner-friendly version, right? Cuz you're you're trying to appeal to people who have no idea what they're doing.
1: Well, it's for people who don't know what they're doing and also people who do know what they're doing because I think that even if you are a pretty seasoned cook, you can get something out of this cookbook because I'm going to take you into like I'm going to I'm going to help you deep dive into the techniques, really understand how things are working and get more science and knowledge in your life. So that ultimately you can like level up your cooking and not need a recipe anymore and make your intuition better. Like, I don't think this is just a beginner's cookbook um, because there are some very difficult techniques and uh, concepts in there. So I think it's going to be one of those books that different people are going to take different things away from it. Like maybe if you're a beginner, you're going to learn how to boil an egg. But if you're a pro, you're going to learn more about like bread fermentation and um, emulsifying batters and things like that. So it's like it's up to you what you take away from it.
0: Well, speaking of social media, your TikTok shows the behind the scenes of making the book, right? The, The proofing process. We see you unboxing the book and seeing the cover for the first time. So for those of us who have not seen the videos, talk more about the process of writing and publishing this book.
1: Well, I, before I did stuff like this, I didn't realize how long stuff really takes. Um, Like from beginning to end, this took three years. Wow. And then the first part of it, I'm just kind of all alone talking to myself. Like literally I'm the way I write is I just take voice notes and then transcribe them. So I was just like all alone talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) And then once you have a manuscript, there's a lot more that happens after you, you write the words, like you're not even close to being done. So after that, that's when I start working more with other folks. That's when the editor comes in. There's my first main editor who helps me with like structure and uh, the actual like content and words. Then there's another editor that comes through and like fact checks everything. Then there's a couple of editors that check the copy. Um, So there's a lot of people working on it and that's just the words. And then we got to do our photo shoot. Um, and then there's a design process where there's a whole designer and production team. And that was actually a lot harder than it typically is because we have so many process shots. So there's like 1500 photos or I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of photos in the book. Uh, it took a very long time to just make sure that the right photos were in the right place and they were showing the right steps. And, uh, so it's a very long process. Yeah.
0: Is there a recipe that's included in the book? That you're most excited for folks to try?
1: There's a lot of good ones in there. Um, the one that comes to mind right now, I think, is the tadig. Um tadig is a Persian rice dish. There's a whole like grain section. Um and Tadig, I think, is like the hardest, most advanced way to cook rice. So like once you've got your steamed rice down and your risotto down and and you know you feel comfortable with that, you move on to Tadig. And it is a technique where you steam basmati rice. In a pot, after parboiling it, and cook it in a, in a at a particular temp for a particular amount of time, so you end up with like this perfectly crispy cake on the bottom, and it's so good. And is really, it's really hard. You gotta you gotta practice, but once you get it, it's so fun, and it's like such an amazing thing to pull out, um, because it's just rice, and you're turning it into something so magical.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and if you're just tuning in, we are speaking with Chef and Restaurateur Sola Elwaly about her incredible career and her debut cookbook that's out now. It's called Start Here, Instructions for Becoming a Better Cook. So I want to talk about food that um, is inspired by and and reminds you of family. I I read about your mother's uh, chicken korma sandwich recipe. Are there other dishes that that have a a personal connection to to family for you? And do they show up in the cookbook?
1: I mean, I feel like the majority, almost all the recipes, they have a personal connection. I mean, the, the primary goal with all the recipes was to teach a technique, but I always end up going back to food that I have like a history with. That's like where I get really excited. So, for the bread section, I teach lamination by making parathas, which is a flaky South Asian bread, lakcha paratha in particular. Um, and it's a really great intro to lamination. Um, because it's like it's not as like intimidating as a croissant, but you get the idea of what's happening there. Um, and then I teach braising by making a korma, a cauliflower korma, because um, a lot of times with braising you kind of just think about like coca And I wanted to show uh, non-European dishes that use these techniques as well.
0: You've also created some recipes that use Coca Cola as an ingredient. And this, it actually wasn't a stretch. You you recommend it. So tell us what makes Coke a good ingredient.
1: Yeah, Coke's a great ingredient. I mean, it's got sweetness, but it's not just like sugar because it's like this caramelized kind of deep vanilla y flavor. And then you got acidity, and you got you got the the little hit of like spice and coriander in the background. Because um, a lot of dishes do need some sweetness, so Coca Cola is a fun way to add the sweetness with. A whole lot more.
0: Yeah. I, I'm i intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. And I, I'm a big Coca-Cola fan, so that'll work for me. Absolutely. Here at Reset, we are big fans, too, of your series, Mystery Menu with New York Times Cooking. On that show, you make dinner and dessert, and you use a surprise ingredient, right? Some episodes have, including using bacon, cornflakes, Oreos, hot dogs, <laughs> you name it, right? Is there a favorite episode or a, a most challenging mystery menu that you can think of that you've recorded?
1: Well, the the thing about those is they are so fast and they're like fast and furious. It all happens. Uh, it's such a whirlwind that I have no memory of them at all. And, and I know that that's a very annoying answer, but like <laughs> it's like it's totally real. We, we don't know the ingredient and we we cook so much in an hour um kind of blows my mind sometimes when I'll it'll be like one hour and we'll make like seven dishes oh wow um and then i i have no memory of it all and i think it's like it's one of those things like you have to black it out because then you'll never do it again like if you remember how horrible because every time we get in there the main thing i remember is that i'm like so stressed and so anxious and my heart's racing the whole time they're incredibly stressful but fun
0: i bet well, here's a, a, another new challenge, right? You are a new mom to a precious, precious baby girl, your husband, and you, you share a lot on social media, which is super cute. I was looking at your baby's feet on Instagram. <laughs> what a picture. How are you adjusting?
1: Uh, she just doesn't sleep, you know? <laughs> I think when we sleep, we'll feel better. How old is she now? Nine weeks.
0: Yeah, this is the doesn't sleep time. Yeah, this is about right. She's on schedule. She's on
1: track. Doesn't sleep. And uh, so the definition of colic is if the baby cries for more than three hours a day, for more than three days a week, for more than three weeks. And we're like, she's not going to be colicky. That's crazy. She's definitely hits, hits those, exceeds those minimums. So, you know, the screaming, it gets to be a lot, but she is cute. She's a very cute baby.
0: Super cute. Well, in Chicago, we are getting used to this weather change. It's happening. It's coming in fast and furious. It's time to cozy up, time to get warm. So it makes me wonder what your favorite fall meals are.
1: Oh, I love a nice meaty braise in the fall. It's also like a great way to just warm up your kitchen because it's going to simmer or roast for a few hours. And then you get like the whole... The whole apartment smells really like meaty and nice um there's a a short rib recipe in my book um where it's uh really thick pieces of short red rib that are um dry brined and then uh seared in the oven and then it's cooked really slow with like like 40 cloves of garlic and like a whole tin of anchovies and it sounds really intense but it's actually it, it all mellows out and it gets like really savory and meaty and rich and i think that's like the perfect thing when it's cool because it just makes you feel so cozy
0: oh i love that what about baking
1: well i'm a big pie person i love i love pie me too and what's great about it is it is uh you can make it with anything for any season once you get that pie crust down and you can you can really have fun with like the decoration and make it feel very festive and and holiday you know um get cookie cutters or or i love doing an elaborate lattice you know um and it's really fun and it feels like a little crafty
0: Well, you're going to be here in Chicago this weekend. It's for the Chicago Humanities Fall Festival. Super exciting. WBEZ is also a media partner of the fest. And I understand that you're going to be signing books and you're going to be participating in a ticketed event. What else can you tell us about the festival?
1: Um, uh, There'll be books. I don't know. Books and me. Books and you. And signatures that I did practice <laughs> that are really
0: bad. Listen, that's all we want. Books and you and some signatures. <laughs> that is Sola Elweli, a chef and restaurateur. Her debut cookbook, Start Here, Instructions for Becoming a Better Cook, is out now. Thank you so much for talking with us.
1: Thanks for having
0: me. Thank you for listening to Reset. This episode was produced by Landon Jones and it was edited by Ethan Schwab. If you like what you hear, consider subscribing to the pod. It helps us reach more listeners like you. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk again tomorrow.